Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Welcome to the Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Proverbs 6 verse 2 tells us like a a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not land. But here's the thing. Sometimes there is a cause. Sometimes there's a reason. Sometimes there's a right. And sometimes that's something that has happened in your ancestry. Sometimes that's something that has happened in your bloodline, in your family tree. We're all so enamored these days. Every, you know, I don't have any companies now do the genealogy. You know, you can, uh, you know, spit and swab and do all these things and send it into a lab and they can tell you where you're from. And I just did one now. Uh, this just passed a couple, I ordered like a month ago and I just did it now where I swab and they can tell you exactly what kind of foods based on your DNA, based on your genetic coding actually will help you be fit, strong, you know, thin and the healthiest you can be. And, and I'm like, so, so they can tell all this by your bloodline. And so, you know, doctors, when you go to a doctor, what's the first thing they ask you? They, they, they make you fill out this long form. What is in your family history? Is there any cancer? Is there any heart issues? Is there any diabetes? What is it? They don't know it, but they're sort of poking and prodding and they might uncover a generational curse. Now, diabetes is not always a generational curse, but, you know, uh, heart issues and, and, and autoimmune things and these things, these cancers, it can be, it can be. Health issues can be, and we'll get more into that. So curses have to have a cause to land, and generational curses have a blood a bloodline right, a bloodline right. If there's something blocking a blessing in your life, Everyone around you is getting blessed. You're doing everything positionally to receive the blessings of God. 
You're praying, you're fasting, you're in the word, you're sowing tithes, you're giving offerings, you're making declarations, you're making decrees, and years and years and years go by and you're not receiving the promises, you're not seeing or a certain particular promise. It could be that there's a generational curse blocking the blessing. And we have to understand that because the Bible says by faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. You know, there's a lady that we ran into. Mm, I don't even know where we, where we just, where were we from? Dear, dear God, we were in Israel, right? Help me, Jesus. And I think it was in Israel. And she came up to me and she says, I said something about the wilderness. She says, well, I've been in the wilderness 15 years. I said, no, no one is supposed to be in the wilderness 15 years. There's something really wrong with that. Wilderness seasons, Jesus was only there 40 days. I've, I've never stayed in the wilderness for years. I, I, it's really not the way of God. I mean, usually trials, tribulations, even when I talk about the three years of trials and testing that I went through, there were reprieves in those three years. It wasn't every minute of every day was hell. And so, you know, we have to understand these things. You, you, if you're, if it's been long term and you're not seeing blessings and you're not seeing breakthroughs, something is blocking it. Sure, it could be your doubt. It could be your unbelief. It could be, you know, fear. It could be, but it's something. It's something and it could be a generational curse. And as deliverance ministers, you need to understand this realm because you can cast, listen, you can cast the spirit of fear out all day long. But if there's a curse associated with that fear, then the fear will come right back until the curse is broken. Does that make sense? That's why some people can't keep the deliverance. And then people criticize them and say, well, I don't know what's wrong with her. We cast that spirit of whatever, name it. We cast that poverty off her. I don't know why she's still struggling with that. She must not be in the word. She must not be giving. She must not be walking out her deliverance. She must be doing something wrong. Maybe not. Maybe, just maybe, there's actually a curse of poverty and you, deliverance minister, didn't discern it. And now you're criticizing the one that didn't get free when really you should be equipped and understand the reality of generational curses so that when that person keeps coming back with the same thing, it's on your checklist to pray about. And really, as you get more uh, experienced in the realm of deliverance ministry, you don't need a checklist anymore. You just know. You just know. You know what? (laughs) Or the Holy Spirit will just tell you there's a generational curse. So what is, let's just give a nitty-gritty definition, what is a generational curse? The world says it like this, like father, like son. The word says it like this, the iniquity of the father passes on from generation to generation. I'm going to give you some scriptures. Here's the problem. Many times we translate the word iniquity as sin. Iniquity and sin are not the same thing. The Bible speaks of sin, iniquity, and trespasses. They're not the same thing. Iniquity, so it's not the sin, it's not the sin that passes on from generation to generation. Because if you didn't sin, you didn't sin. It is the iniquity, it is the penalty, it is the curse. So the iniquity, it's like a weak spot. It's like a sore spot. It's like a, you know, some people, I, 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 I 
said this for years, it seems like we all have weak spots. Some of those weak spots are just inherent to our natural bodies. Maybe we're not sleeping enough, so our weak spot is associated with that. Maybe we're not eating right, so our weak spot is associated with that. But some people have inherent weaknesses, and it's really a generational curse. And we have to be able to discern that. And again, we're, I'm hyper-focusing on curses today because we're teaching about that. I don't want you to assume everything is a curse because everything is not a curse. So the what passes from generation to generation is not the sin, it's the curse. It's the penalty. A curse is a spirit. A curse is a spirit that passes from generation to generation until someone finally figures out how to stop it in the name of Jesus. But see, in America, we don't like the word curse. If you go to Africa, they know all about it. And the reason why, let me just give you a tip. The reason why, when the girl was over here in the corner manifesting the way she was, um, I remember what it was now. Somebody, Lord, show me someone in her family line had sold her soul for a business transaction or something. Remember that? It, it, they had put her on the altar and said, you can have her soul. They sold her. They sold her her. Not physically, like sex trafficking, but they sold her. They sold her soul in order to gain some advantage. Now, here's the thing. This is why you need to have continuing education as a deliverance minister. Even if I have bought every deliverance book, on the, I've not read them all, but I've bought every deliverance book, at least 99% of them. I don't know that I bought some of them look sketchy. But I looked. I bought every legitimate deliverance book I could find. Even one of them by this, uh, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to disparage him, but um, I bought it because it looked like it had a cool cover. And I opened it, and it was the same old stuff, the same old stuff, the same old stuff. And there's not a lot of new things to say. There are new ways to say it. But the, I had continued to educate myself even on this African witchcraft and the African deliverance methods, not so I could teach them here, but because I know in South Florida we have a lot of African, you know, if it's, you know, uh, uh, Santeria and all these things that are like, you know, rooted in African witchcraft. And so I thought I need to get up on this. And it was because I had, I had put that information in me. It was easier for the Holy Spirit to quicken me and say, this is that. That's why we have to keep studying. The book I read, is called Deliverance by Fire. It's got like this guy in Africa. He's a really good minister. And, uh, and, and, and it was, and that's what it was. And, and, and she's going to have to keep walk that out because that's a deep, 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 deep thing. Uh, thank God she goes to a mega church and she can get over there and get that kind of help. And they can dive deep with her. When Jesus was walking with his disciples, they asked, remember this, they asked, remember the man born blind? And they said, was this man born blind because of his sin or because of the sin of his parents? And Jesus said, neither. But he didn't rebuke them for asking because in the Hebrew mindset, they understood generational curses. They understood the iniquity. Other times when Jesus' disciples would ask him questions, he'd rebuke them. But this was a legitimate question. They asked because they're like, okay, there's, there's a, there, it looked to them like a generational curse. But we see here, they understood being Jewish. Ezekiel 18, verse 2. The fathers have eaten sour grapes, but the children's teeth are set on edge. Ezekiel 18, verse 2. The fathers have eaten sour grapes, but the children's teeth are set on edge. In other words, the fathers have done something, but the children are paying the price. And really, it's counterintuitive because any of you that have children, you know that when your children mess up, you're the one that pays the price. You're the one that has to go to school and deal with it. You're the one that has to pay for the broken window. You're the one that has to spend all your time cleaning up their mess. But not so in, in, uh, in the realm of generational curses. Now, again, people will point to 2 Corinthians 5.17. 
Therefore, if any man, I love this scripture. I used, this is the first scripture I memorized when I was uh, saved in the jail, falsely accused of a crime I didn't commit every day because I was in the Christian ward. They told me if I went to the Christian ward, I wouldn't get beat up. So that's the only reason I went there. Praise God. At least I got saved. Amen. And every day they let somebody write a scripture on the blackboard and they let me write one. And this is the one I wrote. Second Corinthians five seventeen. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Behold, the old things have passed away. All things become new. Now people will say, well, all things, all old things have passed away. The curse has passed away, but the curse doesn't pass away. We have to take authority over the curse. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or so into Operation Liberation, our missions arm at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.